You're listening to the Headless WP Podcast, where we discuss all things Headless WordPress. The Headless WP Podcast is a production of the WP Engine Developer Relations Team. If you're interested in more content on Headless WordPress, check out developers.wpengine.com for blog posts, tutorials, videos, and more. Welcome to this episode of the Headless WP Podcast. I am Jeff Everhart, and I am joined today by my co-host, Fran Agulto, and we have a guest, Alexa Spilato, uh, who is the founder of Gatsby WP Themes, a company focused on building Gatsby themes designed to work with WordPress. And she spent a number of years being very active in the Headless WordPress space, and is one of the first, if not the first person, to really start staking out territory in the headless WordPress theme space. So welcome to both of you. How are y'all doing this afternoon? Fine. Hello. Thanks to, to have me. I'm super happy to be there. Yeah, we're very excited. As always, Fran, Jeff, I know you're stoked. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm definitely stoked. You can never get Fran unstoked, but I'm super stoked today because Alexa is actually, <laughs> I consider her one of my personal uh friends in the developer world. Also, I think, you know, it's very important that there's this thing about like, hey, especially in engineering, um, there's a lot of women that are trying to break in and like the barrier of entry is kind of high and, you know, it's kind of male dominated. But uh, leaders and like um, people in the space like Alexa, who essentially will get to know how her journey was, but ladies, you can get into coding. Come yes. on in. So yes, I'm yes. super stoked for her to be here. <laughs> for sure. All right, well, Fran, you want to kick us off with our first question of today? Yeah, absolutely. So Alexa, I, I do want to ask, can you just give us like the foundation? What was your overall journey into tech? What did you do before? And what was the main point in your life? Like, I'm going to get into this. and then how? And then how did you learn? Okay, uh, so it's not the usual path because I study pharmacy, which I really didn't like. Then I did a business school, which I didn't like neither. Uh, that was my family, you know, pushing me to having a classic path because I wanted to be an actress. And, uh, and so after that, I let everything and I went to a drama school in Paris. But wow. becoming an artist, wanting to be an artist is really difficult. Uh, so I did many, many jobs and, and things. Uh, and I really was not thinking to go in, into tech because I was considering myself like a, an artist. So it happens by chance. First, I, I had a roommate that was doing website and said, oh, you have learned by yourself and, uh, and you're independent. Uh, I like that. So I took dream weather and, you know, in visual, you know, I was not thinking about coding. That was the first, the first thing with, um, uh, with the web. Uh, and then it was only 10 years ago. Uh, I was assistant for a PR and I said, oh, you know, I can, I can do your website. Uh, and I do a first website with Wix. So it's a creative part that was attracting me. I was thinking that was a design that was attracting me. And quickly I discovered WordPress and I was fascinated by the themes. First I was taking themes, oh, I can build that and that. And mm-hmm. it was really triggering wow. my, my, my creative side. And, uh, and six months after I was working for an agency in Paris and as, but as a freelancer and having my first clients, but only, you know, assembling themes. But quickly, uh, I am, I'm quickly bored. <laughs> so <laughs> with themes. I think present, lots of oh, developers, yeah, are quickly yeah. bored. That's the yeah. key. That's the key. And so, uh, okay, so I begin to, to play with a little CSS and, changing things and yeah. oh I was over the moon when I put the logo in the middle you know for mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember this day 
And uh, and then I wanted to do my own themes. So I learned to do custom theme development in WordPress. And then I passed several years. I entered into Codable as a WordPress expert in 2014. And, and my specialty was doing custom theme development. So people were sending me the design and everything and uh, with complex back office with custom fields and things like that. And uh, it was working very well. But guess what? I get bored. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm a front-end. So in WordPress, if you don't do back-end, you end up doing only CSS. And I was needing something else and not to be prisoner of the uh, WordPress templating system. I was needing something else. So I did a JavaScript full stack bootcamp in 2018. So I learned Node, React, everything. And after that, I was, whoa, what I'm going to do? And uh, and then I met Gatsby. <laughs> oh, okay. Ah, awesome. <laughs> that's the story. Well, yeah. And so I got a follow-up question that's going to dig in a little bit. So it seems like you, looking at your background, you did spend a lot of time as a freelancer. So, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people who get involved with WordPress are freelancers. And like, that's a huge part of WordPress's target market. Uh, so what would you say are the pros of con- pros and cons of being fully freelance are as a developer? Okay, the big pro is freedom, of course, because you do what you want, when you want, you can choose your clients, you can uh, you don't have a you can work when you want from where you want. Uh, the cons it's um, you are not always secure. you can have clients that uh, that really are hard. And can can hit you alive? Would say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I tell that it's a really good moment to ask me this question because for ten years I've been uh, really freelancing and it was really going good. Um, I have the chance to have entered into Codable quite early too. So Codable okay. is this platform when you, you you get work from them and. And and you have good clients. Um, and is that similar now, to like Top Tall? I think is another one that does that. It's different okay, okay. Because yeah. uh, on Playable, you receive emails uh, with uh, demands that can be a small thing, it can be a fixed CSS to a big project of okay. ten thousand and more. Um, and so you apply live to in a in a chat room and you're in competency with other people while in uh, top tal uh, you pass an exam to and then you are integrated to teams uh, and you can okay. work on a project for oh. six months but you don't have to struggle to get the project so it's it's gotcha. um, it's a bit different okay so okay. so yes codable has been really helpful in having me clients all around the world and so mm-hmm. it's really a good training. Uh, and I was going the path to build an agency. And this year, really, I realized I had a really hard project and clarity. Much higher you go, much <laughs> you begin to, to hit problems. Uh, and I realized that if you go to the agency path, then I will have to more to manage people, manage clients, do marketing. Mm-hmm. And that's not my mm-hmm. thing. What I like is to learn to create to communicate uh, to help people and so it's not sign but i'm going to become a developer relation i don't say anything for the moment but uh, okay that's, well, we, that's a new we will that's a new thing wait for the the Thank big you. announcement to drop yeah but congratulations you heard I mean, it here i definitely before. yeah it's <laughs> I'm joining your family. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny, Alexa, is that you you kind of already have been a part of the family because you you're definitely active in the headless WordPress space. Um, I, I know you're in the freelance word, world, and it's interesting because I have actually two sub questions that tail off. The first thing is obviously uh, you've done a lot of work around Gatsby and have created mm-hmm. themes and whatnot. I I was wondering. Can you kind of describe and guide me because, and you can like um, say, hey, Fran, you're a bad friend. Hey, Fran, (laughs) but I did just did not have time. You sent me an email with your themes and your docs. I didn't have time to touch them. I'm so (laughs) sorry. I was doing some stuff with on-demand 
regeneration next. So I'm sorry, but can you kind of describe and walk our listeners through some of the products that Gatsby WordPress themes offers? Okay. So uh, they are premium themes with a back office in WordPress and a front in Gatsby. That's the best definition. So we begin with blog themes, and now we have built a new theme, which is the agency starter, um, with ACF flexible content. So it integrates a builder with a dozen of components. uh, I have to explain one notion that is quite uh, different from WordPress. What we call themes in Gatsby, it's more like plugins. So, uh, and and so it's like it's things like you plug into your project that we call the starter. Okay, and for example, uh, I have this this uh, theme, uh, Gatsby WP theme ACF builder, and in this theme I have built some components that are the um, ACF flexible content blocks. Okay. And what I have done is I have done them unstyled into the theme. And then I plug this theme into the starter and I style them into the starter. So it gives a lot of flexibility. And also there is a notion in the Gatsby themes. The Gatsby theme is an API. They have an API for themes and plugins, but it's different from WordPress. And so when you have a theme, you can have options. And you can also, for example, take a component. And you can, if you want to change the, the GS6, the HTML or the data, then you can uh, shadow it. It means you copy the component and you change it inside the starter. A bit like oh. in the child themes when you okay. change something. Um, it's cool. a bit complex to, to explain because it's really different than WordPress theme. You can mix several themes. You can have, a, for example, we have a theme for comments and over for search. These are functionalities that are available in all the themes. So we make them a theme. So they're like plugins and we take the components of the theme inside our starter. So you have like Lego blocks that you can and functionalities oh, that you can interesting. take. Interesting from the themes and assemble all that. So the advantage is you can bring that to different starter, different projects, and and we can make updates and and it would be available in your your starter. Um, I I think that's really neat because I guess I didn't really like, when I was reading the website and looking at them, I definitely assumed that there was like the front end code. But to hear that you've also like structured out the back end for people too with some opinionated choices is really mm-hmm. neat. Cause I think we yeah, at WP cool. Engine have launched like a, a product we're calling blueprints, which are essentially kind of like I think your Gatsby WP themes, right? It's mm-hmm. got this front end that has some opinionated choices, but then it's also like pre-installs all these plugins for you and makes a bunch of that back end organization happen as well so that they talk to each other. So that's a really mm-hmm. cool, neat design pattern. And I think something that people are looking for in the headless space, because there's just lots of configuration options. And so the more out of the box it can become, I think the more successful this type of stuff will be. I try to make something consistent. And with this new theme, uh, what uh, will be possible for people, it's if you look at the starter agency, it's you can, if you remove the styles, then you have only the components. It means that you can take uh, somebody who knows uh, Tailwind CSS or simply CSS, and that is creative, uh, but don't know React and don't know Gatsby, can take this component and style them totally differently and make something totally different. Because I made this component really uh, the most uh, barbone possible, just with the necessary uh, HTML, GS6, and classes, so that can be styled totally differently in the starter. And each in each component in each block of layout, I put the possibility to have a class and an ID. So you can have the same component in the ICF builder and style it differently. So it lets endless possibilities. And so yeah. people with just CSS skills can do almost anything. I, wow. I, I wow. have to take and I make some videos about that because I think that can be really great 
for people that don't want to learn that, but like, but are creative and know CSS and that they can mm-hmm. really, really do things and even make their own themes on top of, on top of uh, ours. That's really neat. The extensibility of it is, is a huge mm-hmm. appeal, I think. And that's yeah. really, I think, when you're targeting developers, that's probably one of the first things they look for, right? Is can I like mm-hmm. plug into this and extend it or build my own thing easily on top of it? Um, and that comes up a lot in our conversations. Wow, that's fantastic. Well, so as, oh, go ahead, Fran. No, I just kind of like, now this is an education point for me. And this is one of the cool <laughs> things about this podcast is because sure. like, so both you and Alexa have more engineering experience than I do. And this kind of segues right into the, can can you guys give me both, Jeff and Alexa, a quick hit on what Alexa just built with Gatsby headless WordPress themes? How how does it compare? Because I didn't I don't mess really much with traditional WordPress. Um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all I do is decouple it and use GraphQL endpoint with WP mm-hmm. GraphQL. I don't, I don't, and I dump content into it. Uh okay. I, I've never used yeah. it. Yeah. How how can can you guys both educate me on like the the traditional well, and how maybe- does it? Or is it? Yeah. Maybe I can do. Yeah. Let me start by, if that's okay, I can just, just describe what a traditional yeah, yeah, yeah. theme was. And then maybe Alexa can fill in and say, here's how what mine does kind of differently. Right. Mm-hmm. So in traditional WordPress themes, right, you have a collection of PHP files that all sort of centers around this index.php, which starts off every request. Right. So when I request this, it goes to index.php and then sort of from there looks at the path in your URL to determine sort of what template is gonna resolve that path. So is it categories, is it a post, is it a front page.php? And then it'll you know queue up that PHP template. And in there you basically have HTML and then programmatic PHP that goes and gets data from WordPress. And then we'll like, say I wanted a card, right? I would do start a new WordPress query called the query loop and say, give me the last 10 posts with these details it brings that data back. And then I write like a for loop to echo out, you know, my card components. And so it's really just sort of a collection of PHP files that look like that. And the most of that is separate from the functionality. And so like, that's one distinction, right? That's all about the presentation and what the user sees. And like, you can do checks and be like, are they logged in? You know, things like that and access these global functions that WordPress makes available. Um, but then that's separate from the plugins, right? And so that's a whole kind of different ball game. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, cool. And and, and so ahead. yet it comes to the difference between the Gatsby themes and the uh, WordPress theme, and it's come back to what I was just explaining before. The WordPress themes are really the front end, our presentation, mm-hmm. while. Uh, Gatsby themes are also functionality. Well, they can be both, but personally, I prefer to use them as functionality, things that you are going to reuse in different projects and you can have options. They are really, really close to the plugins as a mm-hmm. Gatsby theme and plugins are really very similar. So, so it's a different concept than, uh, than WordPress. Yeah, and I really like that because like what I would find in just in your use case, right, you have something that you kind of just plug in there and it does all the things because when I would build sites in the traditional theming world, like I'd have a theme and it would be all these things, but then that theme relied on me having ACF plugins and all these other things installed and there was like no, you had to know that they needed to be there, you know, like for it all to kind of work well together. So the idea that all this stuff is traveling as one package, I think probably makes developers really happy. Well, we need, I have several packages in, in, in the films, okay. you know, it's, yes, oh. that depends once on another too. So, there, and it depends also, we need ACF uh, inside, uh, in, inside the WordPress side. So we need all that. Oh, okay. Cool. Um so it's one of the first people to really kind of get into the headless theming game. Uh, mm-hmm. What decides you, what, what made you decide to pursue that? Okay, so I come back to after my bootcamp, I was searching what I'm going to do now. Uh, <laughs> uh, of course, I look at Gutenberg, but I was not seeing really op- uh, professional opportunities there. And then I found, uh, I found Gatsby. 
and um, and I began to learn it. And and it was my friend Zach Gordon that was doing the Java JavaScript for WordPress Conf. So uh-huh. I contact him and I say, oh, I'm interested to talk about Gatsby. Then we had a call, and he proposed me to do together the first. Gatsby uh, themes, porting free WordPress themes to Gatsby. So that's how we began working. Uh, then I did the JavaScript for WordPress code. Uh, then Gatsby called me to be speaker at Gatsby Days London. And then I decided to launch premium themes, uh, Gatsby uh, WP themes premium version, but the free version was al- already uh, called Gatsby WP themes. And I began with Zach uh, working on on this too, and this is how how it's born. And effectively, there was nobody doing that. Uh, the truth is, I always always wanted to create a product since since ever since I'm in tech. That was my that was my dream. The WordPress uh, themes market was already crowded, and then I yeah. see, oh, that's mm-hmm. that's my opportunity. Okay, so Very that's, cool. that's how it happened. Wow. So okay, I'm going to ask. A question that you know is coming, Alexa, and this is where <laughs> you what, what get, are you asking? You, you, this is the question that always gets developers' opinions heated, and it gets in the Twitterverse and on social media. Let's talk about framework frameworks. Or... <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Um, so I'm I'm a next user. I and and it's cool because your journey is similar to mine where I took a React bootcamp. It was a Mernstack bootcamp, right? Now, obviously, both Gatsby and Next are built on React. Mm-hmm. I do want to ask you, um, you know, as far as your focus is concerned, um, the first kind of question I have is why why what what made you choose Gatsby over Next, or do do you have you messed with Next much? And do you have like your ah, this is good about Next, this is great greater about Gatsby, etc. Like, do you what what why your choice of Gatsby essentially? Okay, uh, first when I began with all that, it was in two thousand nineteen, and and uh, Gatsby was really uh, super hype. And, uh, I remember it was Westboss that make uh, a tweet that say, Oh, is everybody, uh, uh rebuilding this blog with Gatsby and MDX? They say, Oh, I have to look at Gatsby. And then all things happened like that. And there was a JavaScript for WordPress conf, uh, Zach that proposed me the themes and just Gatsby released the theme API. So I, as I wanted to make themes, it was totally making sense to do this, uh, to, to choose Gatsby. And then I took it as my day-to-day tool and I really like it. Uh, I have messed with Next also less than with Gatsby. Uh, for my personal usage, I prefer Gatsby because I'm mainly focused on uh, marketing websites more than big applications in my okay. in the demands I have in my work. And Gatsby works really well for that. It's super fast and it's super fast also to build because you have all this plugin ecosystem. Uh, so I'm quite pragmatic and efficient in my work. So I, some developers really like to rebuild everything from scratch, et cetera. I believe that if I have a plugin, I take it. If it's good, it's a good one, and uh, and I use it. So that's one of the reasons I really love Gatsby. Other people prefer to do everything themselves, as I prefer Next, prefer Next for that too. Uh, then I love also the um, the data layer. So you are all with GraphQL. It's opinionated, but I really like GraphQL. And with the data layer, you can connect any source very easily and quickly, or you can request when request. Um, uh, data at the component level. So, for example, if you want to get the menu, you have a hook named use static query, and you can get your data from there. While well, next, you have to make prop drilling to have your to, uh-huh. to have your data on on every page. Uh-huh. So that's a thing I'm really missing in in uh, in next. Uh, Gatsby image is really really great, uh, much more than next in my opinion. Um, and now it has server-side rendering and uh, uh, oh, Gatsby's uh, got and, yeah. oh, yes, Gatsby's yeah. got SSR? And, oh. and, Many people don't know it, but I didn't SSR know that. and, and uh, defer uh, DSR, DSR deferred static, static generation. Static. 
Yeah. Yes, which is the same thing that next has. Uh, now, whoa. And I, I know that next really is better for certain projects too. So I don't say next is bad, but for my use case and I think for my themes, which are uh, uh, more for websites and applications, I think Gatsby is the right tool and also the public. Uh, it's ah. it will be more people that want pre-made things that in next people who like to have to do everything from scratch. Uh, so that's why I'm more focused on Gatsby, but Next is a great framework too. And, and I'm eager to explore other frameworks too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's really interesting. And we had this discussion with a podcast guest just a few weeks ago. We actually had on somebody from Vercel, Lee Robinson. And oh, we yes, talked about frameworks. Yeah. And so I think like one of the things he talks about and I kind of see happening in the space is that all the frameworks start to borrow from each other. And so Gatsby says, mm, well, absolutely. you know, Next has SSR and DS, like, you know, they're bringing in those ideas from these other frameworks into Gatsby. I think the Gatsby image component honestly inspired a lot of the Next image component, mm -hmm. which I think has yes, sort of come caught up in terms of what, you know, like they use that as a model and said, well, let's do what Gatsby's yeah. doing. And so now that experience is a little better for Next. And so it's just a really cool, cool thing to see. Um, but I also yes. love your answer about like why you chose the thing you chose, because I think as a lot of developers will get like, they'll follow whatever the new hotness is. And I'm not <laughs> sure that's always like the greatest path. And so I talk about putting on horse blinders where I'm like, I have to actively ignore these things over here so that mm -hmm, I just mm -hmm. focus on what I'm trying to build with what I already know how to use. Um, yes, if you have a good tool to build things, continue using it. That's I'm super happy to now going into DevRel because I'm going to have the occasion to test many things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and as a developer, I, I really I really love that. But uh, I think as a freelancer or agency, we have to be efficient and to take to to master a tool and and use it. And perhaps for certain use cases. Uh, uh, using another tool. Uh, an agency that I love and that use both tools and work with WordPress and make very good blog posts about both, it's uh, Pixel Point from Alex Barashkov. And uh, oh, that's they, interesting because we're, yeah, yeah, I just spoke with yeah. Alex, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, we should have him to the podcast. Yeah, he's coming his, on. His Those sites are gorgeous. They're just yeah. fantastic. Yes, I love what he does. And and we are in contact. We often have calls, too. And he's, he's really, really an awesome person, too. So, yeah, so. that's going to be. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is that, like, often, more often than not, Alexa, with not only in the headless um, WordPress Discord channel that we, we have here, and you're you're in there too, but just in my own like immediate developer community, just here in Austin, Texas, a lot of web developers do ask me um, whenever I'm just hanging out in Austin and I go to these meetups and whatnot. Is that they they ask me? They're like, "Hey, Fran, um, since you're so stoked on the headless movement and the decoupled movement, API-driven development, all that stuff, Jamstack." What what should we use? What 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 do we need to use when we're gonna bring head or WordPress along for the ride, but not use its front end anymore, right? And I think just over this podcast right now, talking to you, I think I'm going to start pointing them toward, because I'm a negative, I just, by, by, I'm a creature of habit, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, like, even if I'm not thinking about it, even if it's like the worst tool in the world, if it's habit, like, I'll use it until like, you or Jeff goes, hey, Fran, have you tried this? Oh, Stoke, there's this new thing. <laughs> um, I think okay. I'm going to start because it seems like what you're telling me from a let's get started quickly and I'm not building every single thing from scratch standpoint, Gatsby is probably a better out of the box um, framework, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, for 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 new developers. Am I am I? Am I, I think so. I think there is more things to learn uh, because there are more special things, uh, the API from Gatsby node and things like that. Okay. Next, it's more really close to React. So there is more magic into Gatsby. But once you know how to use it, you have a lot of things 
that you can use with plugins and that will speed up the development process. Okay. That's okay. that's my opinion. And many people don't know about uh, the new features of Gatsby, of uh, the server side and, and all this mm-hmm. stuff. People, people don't know it. And, and next, it's good for other things. So... It depends, but yes, for doing uh, websites and people beginning um, and not so big project Gatsby, it, it would go faster or even for big projects too. But for marketing websites, I think it's a, it's the a right tool. So for working with, with WordPress, it's perfect. Okay, cool. Very cool. Interesting. And you I have middlewares it, it... and things in, in Next. You have okay. middlewares and things that Gatsby doesn't have. So they are both they have both their specialties, yeah. but uh, personally, for my type of work, Gatsby, it's perfect. I need to mess awesome. with Gatsby now. Yeah, I'm gonna... yes. yeah, me too. Yeah. I convince you. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I got to check this Gatsby thing out, man. Yeah. I, I'm very interested in the data layer, and that all seems really nice mm. to me. Like the idea that I have all these plugins that I can just turn on in Gatsby to integrate with these different data sources, that seems kind of like a dream. Um, yes, you can customize the schema also. You can customize the, the schema in, in, in Node. And yes, you can you can do uh, many, many yeah, things. Cool. Uh, there is Benedict Reyes that she has a live show that is quite quite fun and crazy. And she goes really into advanced stuff in, in Gatsby. Uh, so I don't know the, the Pirate Island Gatsby, something like that. It's, okay, uh, yeah. She, she's great. She's you know really what? great. That actually brings up a thought in my head, Jeff. And Alexa, maybe it would be helpful too if you become a listener to our podcast. Do you think it'd be helpful? To, the stuff that we talk about, I wonder if we should leave like collateral links in our uh, podcast page. Yes, yes. In case oh, yeah. people like, hey, yes. we talked about XYZ here. here here's some links yeah. to yeah. Alexa's repo or whatever, her Twitter kind of stuff like that. But cool. Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah, we can definitely do that. Yeah. Well, so let's we can transition a little bit. I know you touched on this a little bit with your move into DevRel, but so what does the future for you look like in this space as far as your career, and how do you see WordPress fitting into that? Uh, can you see yourself in my, using in WordPress my career. for a long time? Yeah. Yep. I I don't honestly I don't know. You know, everything changes, and I have this product on WordPress. I come from there, and I love it. Uh, it depends if uh, on my on, on the project. No, not on the project because I don't work as freelance uh, <laughs> anymore. But uh, but it can happen. I can have side projects, so I don't discard anything. It depends if I if I make my themes with another source. Uh, uh, we'll see. I will see what have more success because okay. I will diversify the sources. I would not stay only on WordPress. So I hope so, but I will see the success of people on headless. Unfortunately, people like you are really pushing uh, the headless movement. So that's great. And, and also thanks to WP GraphQL and all the ecosystem that is going around. That are the things that are going to, to really uh, push uh, WordPress in, in headless. What is sure is I'm, I'm really into the, the headless side and I will not come back to the traditional one. Ooh, nice. That's, okay. I like that statement. Because I'm, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Like, I kind of didn't, I never really messed with the traditional side. Yes. <laughs> but I have enough uh, of messing with it and talking to other developers on its uh, trade-offs where everything has a trade-off, but the decoupled headless movement has more upside than the traditional uh, mm-hmm. movement. And it's interesting you say that, Alexa, with WordPress anyway, because... On a sidebar conversation, Jeff and I were just talking about technologies that won't die or kind of have this like weird foundational, I'm going to stay in your space forever <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> and I, I, whether this opinion might be popular or not, and I want yours, I think especially now that like we're pushing this headless WordPress movement and then this is going to be... Um, kind of like a good um, transition into the the next question, but WordPress is a headless CMS and bringing it into the future, I think, and this is my opinion, even exacerbates the fact that this thing, the CMS called WordPress, it's not going to die, y'all. 
I'm sorry, whether you hate WordPress or love it, <laughs> it's it's going to be around till I'm dead and six feet under. Like, I, I, <laughs> it's not going to die. You're not <laughs> Alexa, how do you feel about that statement? Do you feel the same? Like, do you think like things always change? But this thing called WordPress, I think it's just going to, you know. Yes, I think it, it will stay because it's it's forty percent of the market, so it's just gigantic. It's sixty uh, percent mm-hmm. of the CMS, so it's just huge. Uh, so there is two things: there is a people, there is a people, the do-it-yourself people that will continue using builders, Gutenberg, and uh, full site editing, and 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 all this stuff. These people generally do small websites and things like that. They don't. They will not go headless. They always. There will always be people like that that will use that. Um, then there is also a lot of websites that are already in WordPress and they will want to switch to headless, but keep their data into WordPress because all the team knows the back office and how it works and, and transferring the data will take too much work. So I have already had a demand for that a website named Music Tech. It's a big music blog uh, with 8,000 posts. Musictech.com. Musictech. It's it's awesome. I I, I love this project. I have loved working on that. So I ported their um, blog of 8,000 posts from WordPress to Gatsby with keeping the back office in in WordPress and Uh redoing the design with their new branding, etc. And uh, they were super happy, but they contacted me specifically for that. So uh, that's good for freelancer and agency because I think the demand of People, uh, uh, companies uh, that will need to transfer, to make this transition from traditional WordPress to headless without taking out WordPress will increase with the the, um, headless popularity and it will become the the norm because it's faster when I show my my theme. So website I build with Gatsby, with uh, WordPress Gatsby to people from WordPress and people from Codable who are good say, say, wow, that's fast. You don't need to advocate that. It's just extremely fast. It's immediate when you change page, plus all the other advantages of security, flexibility, mm-hmm. and, 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 and all the things that we know. But it, it, it's obvious. You don't need to, to explain technically to anybody that it's better and faster because it's super fast. So that's one thing. And then I, what I hope is that the ecosystem of WP GraphQL will grow more and more uh, because that's what makes the hurt of, uh, of the, the headless. And really a big thanks to Jason because without him, uh, we will not have all, all that. Yeah. So yeah. there is it's more so and good. more plugins, uh, WP GraphQL plugins, and to adapting WordPress plugins to to uh, to headless, you should talk with Alex Baroshkov because we we discuss about that about all the CMS that headless CMS that I really like. I say yes, but in WordPress you have things that are already made, so all the data for the post you have Yoast and things like that. So I think mm-hmm. he's as he work really with headless, and you will have a great discussion with him about that. Cool. And he's well, an agency guess- owner, so it's. And I think that bleeds into sort of the last serious question that we have. So like when you compare WordPress and headless WordPress to some of the other headless CMSs, like you have Sanity, Strappy, I mean, Storyblock, Contentful, yeah. what what do you think WordPress needs to do to be, you know, more like those? Okay, so the third thing, it's, uh, it would be great if Gutenberg was really adapted to React because personally uh, I don't use Gutenberg in my themes okay. because I cannot get properly uh, React components. Well, there is a plugin for that, but I think it's not perfect. Uh, there mm-hmm. is a, a post by Jason that is really great and explain all that technically, or you have to parse the content. Yeah. So, um, for example, yep. I work a lot with Storyblock, lastly, and you have a, visu- a real-time visual editor and say, wow, if WordPress would be like that, uh, if Gutenberg would be like that, that would be really, really great. Okay, so... and that's that's probably the biggest thing we hear, and I won't get anybody's hopes up, but I know there's a lot of people working on 
solving that problem in a cleaner way than it is mm-hmm. now. Yes, and another thing is I hope that in the WP GraphQL space, uh, some things like the Atlas Content Modeler will evolve because uh, ACF is great, but sometimes you you hack a bit the data. You know, you cannot model yeah. the, the data mm-hmm. as you want. So if you have some advanced uh, data configuration, uh, and I had an example like that last year, this, this project that, that was really hard, uh, then it's not the best uh, thing. So you need the data to be more flexible, more mo- to model it as you want. And uh, and so I hope that the Atlas content modeler will go to that. For the moment, I don't use it because I really want the flexible content, this possibility to build components mm-hmm. and to yeah. uh, build my own builder. Uh, but uh, I really hope that in the future, uh, plugins like that will extend WordPress to be really flexible in the way that uh, headless CMS are. You, you know, it's funny because I and I and Jeff and I work here. Yeah, and I'm obviously, trying not to share like confidential roadmaps. Yeah, and I'm not trying I'm to smiling. share. Either. Yeah, ah, and I so I think know. like just yeah. I mean, I wish I, I could say it. But gosh, I, I wish I could like, say it. Like yeah. And, we're teasing you, listeners. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just to keep listening. But I think yes. everybody will be pleasantly surprised, surprised about how those plugins come together in a way. Like, okay. so, so I don't know. So Atlas Content Modeler, you mean? Yeah, well, they're, they're definitely, we, you know, obviously WP Engine owns both of those now. And yeah. so they're definitely yes, looking ACL, at how I they know. work. Yeah, how they work in concert in oh. developing the best strategy for, you know, how that's going to move forward. Um, okay, so a mix like I said, between... have I said too much, Fran? I haven't. No, said too much, right? no, okay. that you, you've kept it high level. Basically, okay. everybody, what Jeff's say, trying to say is you, you will be happy. Is about to drop. That's the bomb. smart. I'm just, I'm just seeing. Seeing the pictures that uh, WPNG has acquired ACF and has Atlas Contact Modeler, and now we can merge something <laughs> with these two, two yeah. things. So yes, I'm seeing the picture. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, like like I think people will be pleasantly surprised. Like I was, okay. I was so I was over the moon when they got ACF, and I was like, this is great because I've loved ACF, used it for a long time. Yes, and. Obviously, having that coupled with the in-house headless thing, you know, the talent that we have here, like this is this this is going to be off the chain. Um, so yeah, um, so I, we have about um, we have a couple of minutes left, and I always like to ask like fun miscellaneous questions at the end of our guest, Alex. And I feel like you know you and I, and I have gotten to know each other past couple of months and just like nerding out together on Discord, but. I have a uh, fun question for you. What, when you, and we all have it as developers, guys, and this is this is the reason why, because I, I I try to get inspiration from y'all, from from my developer friends who've been in the game longer than I have, right? What is your go-to thing, Alexa? Like when you're coding and you're making your um, Gatsby themed and like, Sometimes we all hit bugs and we debug and we're like, man, why isn't this working? I can't find the docs for this. My eyes are being twisted sideways now. I've been staring at lines of syntax for three hours and it's doing the same thing. I've saved and refreshed uh, 10 times. 10 times I've deleted my node modules. Yeah. <laughs> my God, it was a typo. It was a typo. Yeah, it was a typo. Yeah, <laughs> missing semicolon. <laughs> That's in PHP. That's the PHP is black yeah. screen. Uh, yeah, the white screen of death. But oh, Alexa, like PHP. when you step away from the screen to to just refresh your mind so you can get a fresh set of eyes, what do you do? You still act on the side for fun? Do you? What do you like to do on, on besides tech that kind of refreshes Alexa to get back and motivate back to get on that? that Going journey? out. Going out for dinner, seeing friends, having drink with them, and oh. I'm a social person. I'm, I'm a people <laughs> person, so I could say, "Oh, I go. There, I live in a beautiful place. There is nature, beach, mountains, and I love it too." But I'm a people person, and oh. so seeing friends, going out, etc. That's make that's what really refresh my my mind. <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. That's your that's your. Um, 
that's your that's your sanctuary that's your serenity you feed off the energy of community which yes, is absolutely. why this is awesome that you're going into devrel absolutely because i'm an extrovert yeah i'm an extrovert that is not so common in 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 tech and um and i was paulina that founded the theme with me she doesn't work with me anymore she's at automatic but she's an introvert and she was explaining me that introverts we are drained are drained by social contacts even if she like it it makes her tired me it's the opposite i can be super tired uh i can be once i did a podcast and i was i was not feeling good and after i was feeling fantastic because uh contact with people really energize me so and man you're in this perfect space plus i've seen your i've i've definitely and if you haven't checked her out um definitely one of my favorite uh devrel um advocates is is jason langstorff and alexa oh, yeah, was on jason that show is... uh learn with jason um so check that out as well because i think you're the way you deliver things alexa you you and this is this is a gift of a developer relations uh member that that i think is ne- necessary when you apply for the job is a lot of us have teaching backgrounds right and we we feel compelled to mm-hmm. teach people to get more optimal, right? And we love it. We feed off that. And that's what you do. I, I, I think after watching your Learn with Jason episode, I was like, man, thank you. Why aren't you in DevRel? <laughs> I didn't know it. It's a, it's a funny thing. It's I've been asked to be DevRel and, and I didn't understand why because I was thinking it was about writing documentation and no. And, and then I realized and now I... I apply for certain companies and and yeah. I'm over the moon because I think it it's really like the melt of all the thing I am you know the tags the creations the learnings the teachings the helping people the acting people acting because uh speaking on stage and oh, yeah, it's like yeah. everything that it's there so I'm I'm super happy That's awesome. uh, to that finally awesome. find my yeah. path <laughs> well I, I will say this, and the, the, this is kind of like what I've realized joining um, the DevRel team here at WP Engine, then and now you getting into it and kind of having this community with uh, all my DevRel friends is it actually becomes just that a community where we're almost like um, it's it's like a fraternity, right? Like we we care a brother and sisterhood where we actually. Devrel is a cool spot to be in, but it's also super caring when you actually are. It doesn't matter if you work at Vercel, Netlify, <laughs> Storyblock, uh, wherever, right? WP Engine. If you're if you're Devrel, Dev Advocate, and you're talking to another Devrel member there, man, it's just simpatico. They just they yes. just get you. Everybody, man. everybody just loves to help, and I think yeah. that's the beauty. Yes, of thing. course, that's it's our beauty. nature. It's our yeah. nature, so it's... Yeah. Nature. And, I, and I will say, like, to the two extroverts I'm talking with, for people who are like, man, I wanted to get into DevRel, but I'm a little bit introverted. I'll say you can do that, too. If you want to sit back and write documentation like this guy, yes, like, that's a nice potential as well. So, like, Fran over here brings the stoke, gets all of our guests. I'm going to go crash after this and edit the podcast like, in silence. <laughs> so there are lots of career paths for everybody, but you're going to have to talk to people. So. Yeah, there is different uh, path of DevRel. That's what I have learned too. Uh, and at, at uh, WordCamp Europe in Porto, uh, there was a, a chat for DevRels. So oh, nice. because I have a friend oh, nice. there. And and so I talk with them. I make new friends, and it was super super nice. And we talked that yes, there is DevRel that goes more to conference and videos mm-hmm. and and speaking. My, my friend uh, Paul Scanlon from Gatsby prefer writing, and uh, yeah. I prefer videos. So I did a video for Gatsby a few months ago too. Oh. It's not published. I don't know why, but oh. uh, <laughs> but yes, and all the people would go on documentation or on social media. It's it's really very diverse uh, mm-hmm. as as role yeah. and 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 I love it and so yeah. Okay. And, and you've been doing it for a long time, like yeah. whether that was your title or you were paid to do it or not. Yes, yeah, that's what you people know, say I to me. I didn't know thing. it. You were doing <laughs> yeah. it. Yep, yep. And I mean, I think both like a lot of people who get into it find that like I've been writing and making YouTube videos for a while, and it's like, oh wow, I can do this and. That's a job, like fantastic! Like sign me up. 
Mm-hmm. So, but also, Alexa, I got to tell you, like, if you ever decided to like do a side career as an actress, you have a very good screen presence. If I was a director, I'd hire you for a movie. <laughs> Thank you. Because... <laughs> as my uh, leading lady, maybe you win yeah. an Oscar on the side too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Who knows what will happen? You know. I'll, I'll... Uh, you never uh, know. <laughs> late yeah. careers that happen, yeah. passing by DevRel and then yeah. no, Oscar-winning actress and developer relations. <laughs> yeah, member Alexis Pilato is on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, ve- a very good friend. He made a short movie and he go- he went to the Oscars. Oh wow! Uh, oh, one wow. of my best friends. Yes, yes, he had oh, a short wow. movie on the Oscars in uh, 2019. So now we will make his long movie too. Oh my God, that's cool. awesome. That's, that's, that's super so cool. cool. That's, super that's cool. so yes. cool. Well, but I'm happy in Devrel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can I, I'm so glad Oscars. you're getting into that side of things. Yeah. And um, as, as we wind down here, just I just want to say one thing and then I'll let you have some last words, Alexa, if there's anything you want to um, say or any announcements that you might have. But um, again, thanks for coming on. I, I'm super honored. Uh, you're definitely one of my favorite people in the space, um, especially how you've pushed this movement and opened up. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only like women in tech, but um, people like me who are trying to like see if they can do this. Um, it was people like yourself that uh, that assisted thank me you. along my career. So I appreciate, appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. That's that's uh, that make my day. And thanks for having me. I'm super super happy to to be guest here too, and having great time with you all. So big thank you. <laughs> Cool. And awesome. super happy. And maybe, yeah, and maybe we'll have you back once yeah, your, we'll once have your you new back. role is public and we can we can talk about that. Oh, we could talk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We could talk about that. Yeah. That'd yes. Cool. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in to the Headless WP podcast. If you liked today's episode, go ahead and give us a share or a like on whatever platform you're listening on. And be sure to keep in touch with the WP Engine Developer Relations team on Twitter, Discord, or through our website. Thanks for listening.